welcome to the Narrowing Path. Walking the spiritual walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein. Thank you all for joining me again today as we go through and do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This reading will, of course, as always, be fresh to you and fresh to me. Meaning that you'll get to genuine responses, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. As this will be the first time that I hear to read it right here on this podcast with y'all. So, it's always an adventure and I'm really enjoying what we've been talking about lately. We talk about brotherhood and what true brotherhood is and how we have to, what we have to practice to be able to even let it exist. And the things that just can't be involved, but a person can't have these other qualities that would block them from the ability to have a true brotherhood, a partnership with another human being. So, now, let's get right into today's. This is December 5th's reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Brotherhood consists, first of all, in the abandonment of self by the individual. Theories and schemes for propagating brotherhood are many, but brotherhood itself is one and unchangeable and consists in the complete cessation from egotism and strife and in practicing goodwill and peace. For brotherhood is a practice and not a theory. Self-surrender and goodwill are its guardian angels, and peace its habitation. Where two are determined to maintain an opposing opinion, the clinging of self and ill will are there. And brotherhood is absent. Where two are prepared to sympathize with each other, to see no evil, In each other, to serve and not to attack each other. The love of truth and goodwill are there, and brotherhood is present. Brotherhood is is only practiced and known by him whose heart is at peace with all the world. What a beautiful thing that is, right? That's a... um, great understanding he gives us here of what brotherhood actually entails of what we need to know and what it needs to be and this isn't just about um, the obvious self-serving nature but he he went into opinion holding and pitting one against the other and There's so much of that today. There's so many that can't seem to allow someone else to have a differing opinion. They need someone to side with them or they are against them. And that's just so unfortunate at the end of the day. It causes so much division. It causes so many enemies of people that used to be friends is quite unfortunate. So let's go through this again line by line, though. Brotherhood consists, first of all, in the abandonment of self by the individual. There can be no self-serving involved with this. There can be no ulterior motive, again, that we're talking about this. There can be no reason other than to be of service 
to your fellow man. It's that simple. Never said it was easy, but it is that simple. So it consists of the abandonment of self by the individual. You yourself have to abandon your desires and opinions and desire and want to only be of service and do the will of God or the universe or nature or the best interest of society. You would you choose to act that way instead. You sidestep yourself entirely. Theories and schemes for propagating brotherhood are many, but brotherhood itself is one and unchangeable and consists in the complete cessation from egotism and strife and practicing goodwill and peace. I think we talked, I touched a little bit on this yesterday, how brotherhood was not necessarily a character quality, it's a practice. The practice of things, like a practice of patience, a practice of forgiveness, right? And people want to control or they want to manipulate or they want to scheme ways to get people to love each other or get people to be in, have a genuine brotherhood within each other and give them a common enemy maybe. Give them a common goal. That's more of a camaraderie that it's a temporary thing. It's not a true brotherhood. People short themselves because having a true part to a true brotherhood amongst friends and amongst those in your circle is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Consist in this complete cessation from egotism and strife and the practicing of goodwill and peace. Practicing of goodwill and peace. Let go of your ego. Let go of your pride. Let go of your vanity. Let go of all of these things that you think will separate you from someone else that you think will place you above or below another person and practice only goodwill and peace, the genuine desire to have good and positive happen. And then peace. For brotherhood is a practice and not a theory. Self-surrender and goodwill are its guardian angels and peace is its habitation. So uh, it's a practice, not a theory, not a not something to be planned out, not something to be accomplished by external circumstances. It is a pra individual practice that has to be adopted by many. One person can do it. One person can genuinely go out with a desire to be of genuine and positive service to another human being with no thought of reward or return that is possible but it has to be practiced 
got to grow with this thing. You've got to be able to mold and adapt to whatever's going on, to understand where their own hang-ups is. Excuse me. Your own hang-ups are when it comes to practicing brotherhood. Are you constantly just keeping a scorecard for who owes you what? Are you trying to make yourself feel superior to another? Do you inherently feel inferior to another? Do you want approval? These are all things that can block you. These are all things that you're going to learn about yourself when trying to be of genuine service to another human being. Self-surrender and goodwill are its guardian angels. Peace is its habitation. Only when we have found peace within ourselves can we have a true partnership and brotherhood with others. Because the more strife and turmoil we are in, the more we reach outside of ourselves for something to fix it. We have to get to a place of the, our spiritual journey and our spiritual walk where peace is attainable. It's within grasp. It's something that we want. Something that we can hold on to. Now, this next part I really like. Where two are determined to maintain an opposing opinion, the clinging of self and ill will are there, and brotherhood is absent. When you have a conflict where people's get, egos get involved, because people can have different opinions and not have their own self-worth and their own self-respect wrapped up in an opinion, and can just... have a conversation about their perspective and point of view. It doesn't always have to result in both people agreeing at the end, but you're not vehemently and ferociously defending your opinion and being accusatory to your neighbor, right? Like we're not trying to change someone else's opinion. We allow them to just be, that is true brother. That is the love that can pour through a human being to touch base and to encouraging another person. When we're just dedicated to our own opinions, it doesn't work. It never does. That's my own personal experience with that. Because it's all self-serving. Where two, where two are prepared to sympathize with each other, see, each, see the other perspective, to get understanding of what's going on with the other individual. To see no evil in each other, to not think one is a bad person, which is, none of this is happening today in these times, but sympathize, see no evil, to serve and not attack each other. I, I had to start coming to spirituality with questions and not arguments. That was a big thing for me. I loved, loved to argue. Because I always thought I was right. I held my opinions close to the vest because if I was wrong about one thing, I might be wrong about something else. So I couldn't be wrong about anything. I was ignorant and arrogant and scared. But thank God for this different way of living that was presented to me. The love of truth and goodwill are there. And brotherhood is present. Love of truth and goodwill are there, and brotherhood is present. When we try to come to an understanding, to common ground, to gain perspective and kindness for another human being, 
That is where brotherhood can actually exist. It's hard to find that these days, though. And now the closing line. Brotherhood is only practiced and known by him whose heart is at peace with all the world, with all the world. Peace. You demand nothing from the world anymore. You can allow the world to be exactly as it is with no objection or preference. You're at peace with the world. And then you can genuine then you can truly and authentically and genuinely practice true brotherhood. What an amazing thing. It's a beautiful gift to be given. It's a beautiful opportunity to be had. Let me tell you, for those who have practiced it, and I've been the recipient of such love, I can't articulate how touching it was and how much it helped me in my own personal journey my sobriety and recovery and changing my life. So, all right, well, there we go, guys. This is the end for today. And there's another perfect reading about brotherhood. I loved it. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow, see if we continue on with it. And I'll see you all next time. Until then, thanks. Mm -hmm.